This is exactly right. All right, everyone. I'm retiring. Paul Dano collects teeth. Maybe. Anyway. Oh my gosh. I have a new Greg Kinnear tweet. Here we go. Had a nightmare. Now awake. Tweeting and eating carrots. Thank you. Wait, who are you? Who was just talking? Oh, Babs. (laughs) Did I say it? Not say I'm Babs Gray? No, you didn't. (laughs) I'm Babs Gray. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, (laughs) This is the perfect intro. I love it. Nailed it. Yeah. Hey, I'm Brandy Posey, and uh, it's that time of year again when I physically exhaust myself by talking myself out of buying Halloween stuff from Target. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm Tess Barker, and so fucked up that my dog's birthdays pass by every year, and I don't even know. Oh. And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies, ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Hello, spooky. Hello. Mm. Ooh, welcome to the show, everybody. We're very excited for the show, but we're gonna tell you some stuff. Other stuff that we go, got going on, we have a live show on Sunday, November 7th. Margaret Cho's on it. Holy crap. Oh my God. We've so been excited. having a blast at these shows. They're so much fun. So go get a ticket. Tinyurl.com slash lady to lady live. You can also watch it on Zoom. So even if you're not in LA, go grab that. Totally great shows. The venue is Vax only and it's outdoors. And um, yeah, come say hi in person. We would absolutely love that. Come and patron- play with us, listeners, yes. forever and ever. <laughs> and patrons do get half off tickets, too, if you're a Patreon member. So go to patreon.com slash lady to lady to get that discount code or to sign up and listen to all our cool bonus stuff that we're always doing. We've got so much cool stuff happening over on Patreon. Uh, if uh, We know how much you love our ad reads, but if you're not crazy about them, uh, for $2 a month, uh, you get a couple of ad-free episodes. For $5, you get ad-free plus a bonus episode every month where we are desperately trying to get into Reader's Digest, and we're crushing it, <laughs> I think. Um, and then for $10 a month, you get uh, bonus episodes, ad-free, plus a weekly beef of the week and all sorts of other goodies. And then we also have a $20 tier where you get all of that, plus you get to talk to us on a Discord, and we send you a very fun little package with exclusive JCPenney photos photo shoots oh, they're so cute we look <laughs> no so good in those pictures they're amazing <laughs> it seriously is great and you know like just think of this show if you've enjoyed it if it's added anything to your life it really helps us out if you support us directly on patreon so we would love it if you would go check that out if you haven't yet mm-hmm. and don't forget we have cute ass merch oh my god the holidays are coming up we've got hoodies we're gonna have an exclusive new piece of merch winter style coming out soon we can't wait for that one lots of cute stuff in our merch page so go check that out just it's all the links are all all of our twitter instagram all that stuff um so if you have a lady to lady fan in your life now's the time to jump in there Hell yeah, check it out. And also, uh, just real quick, I am touring starting at the end of this month. Starting next week, actually, I'm going to be in Austin, Texas, Gainesville, Florida, Asheville, North Carolina, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, Chicago, Illinois, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Lincoln, Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming, Fort Collins, Colorado, and Denver, Colorado. If you live in any of those places, brandyposey.com will have information on where those shows are happening. Come out to a show. Uh, Me, Anna Valenzuela, and Kevin Casey White are on tour. It's the Fest and the Furious tour. And our 
poster is me as Vin Diesel. So, yes. so cute. Come hang out. <laughs> as it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's get to our guests this week. Oh my God, they're both amazing. We've got Hallie Kiefer and Allison Leiby. They host The Ruined podcast in which they talk about horror movies. Hallie's a horror movie lover. Allison is a horror movie hater. So Allison just shows up to hear about the plot, basically. So it's great if you love horror movies or if you just want to hear the plots like Allison does. Um, Hallie is also the senior writer for the Crooked Media's Love It or Leave It podcast. And Allison is a writer and comedian. She's written for Mar- Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. So enjoy the show. Enjoy. This is, I'm, I'm Allison. Hallie. Oh, okay, God good. Well, we, we I'm glad that we said it the exact same time. So yeah, just, we're both <laughs> of us at the same time. Yeah. That's how you guys Perfect. do your podcast though, right? You just both talk. Kind of. In time. <laughs> Yeah, we speak over each other and also in like synergy. So no one knows who's talking or what is being said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> perfect. And you found that Zoom really helps with that, yeah, too, well, right? It's, it's just, good because, yeah, the timing yeah, is perfect. Technologically, it's it's a flawless system. I think yeah. we can all agree. So. <laughs> this um, has been I, Allison talking. <laughs> is that helpful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say um, I, Hallie, was looking at our reviews as I want to do. And one of them was like, it was like a four star. And it was like, great podcast. Why do they keep talking over each other? It makes me nuts. Like the person was like, I'm listening, but I'm furious at the same time. And it's just like, I know it's like, if that's, if that aggravates you that much, like hats off. I mean, cause we get the same kind of reviews occasionally. And it's like, you're, I feel like you're either the person who's comforted by that kind of conversation or hats off to you yeah. for still listening, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I prefer a brunch conversation where there's a beat of silence between everything mm-hmm. that is said personally. Yes. So I understand where these reviews are coming from. Yeah. Absolutely. I want, I want everything delivered. Like it's a telegram. That's how I want conversations to go. <laughs> Just I stop at the end of every sentence. So everybody knows <laughs> to shut up. I do feel like TikTok. that is like, t- you know, like TikTok has like the, um, like the AI, like the generated audio, like the voice. If mm-hmm. you listen to people when they do voiceover, they are essentially doing that automated voice now. Like that's like the sound of TikTok. You're right. It's I very didn't realize that. Yeah. That's like the MLA style guide of voiceover now. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, like a little bit stilted, very mm-hmm. flat. Right. You know what? I have to say for me, that's a deal breaker. Like if I want to re- listen to an audiobook and the review says that the narrator has mm-hmm. a robot voice, I won't even give it a shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes such a big difference. Like, you can start listening to a book and you're like, no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm listening to one right now, a Stephen King one. It is, I think it's, how long is it? Tommy Knockers. It's like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, wow. It's like 30 hours long. It's so fucking long. Wow. And I'm (laughs) fucking. That man likes to write a long I don't understand how he does it. It's insane. It's fucking insane. But yeah, it's um, it's good. But like, I really like the guy reading it. So I was like, I might just go find other books that this guy's read. Is it just like <laughs> some guy who's like does that for a living? It's not. Or yeah, it's it... not like anyone famous. I don't think because okay. like his mm-hmm. books are just so dense that it's like you need mm-hmm. you can't have just anyone coming in right, reading yeah. this shit. Not like you know a lot of actors know how to no, do that, but obviously right. it's very just, specific. It's a very specific. A friend of mine who I did theater with in high school is now like a professional audiobook reader. Oh, the dream. Totally makes sense. He played Sweeney Todd <laughs> sure. when we were teenagers. So you guys know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. <laughs> and uh, nope. I think that would be a really interesting job. Like you have to be like, it's, it's a very specific skill set. 
It you is to like embody good at reading yeah, books. all the different characters and stuff. So, mm-hmm. does the person that reads a Stephen King book does he use a spooky voice at any point <laughs> since it's Stephen King? Mm. Um, well, he tries to sound like Stephen King, and he is a spooky person. So I feel like inherently okay. he's spooky. No, I, he's never like. And then they <laughs> found out it I was aliens. That, <laughs> that kind of just sounds like what's his Don Pardo or whatever. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that, what that would be Musical such an insane death. book to listen to she said <laughs> yeah it's a uh, you know a good audiobook is um emily heller had told me this years ago when i had read this book and then she was like no you have to listen to the audiobook because leah remini's book about scientology Ooh. which is a great book Ooh. but like uh-huh. she reads the audiobook and like her voice is already like incredible but also, it's amazing she sounds yeah. drunk and it's like oh my <laughs> god the whole thing is insane it's a very yes. Dude, I highly I- recommend because wow. I love her so much. Her Scientology show is the same episode over mm-hmm. and over again for like three seasons, and I can't yes. get <laughs> yeah, enough so of it. Good. Like it's <laughs> her nails, oh. her presence, the way she yeah. like uses an iPad. It's just incredible. <laughs> yes, <laughs> So obviously, you guys have a podcast about scary movies. Do you have any like good recommends for you know that are new or just like classics? You think? Because I feel like people are really getting to Halloween this year because yes. we kind of like have a lost mm-hmm. Halloween, yes. mm-hmm. you know? Yes. So what about for people like me? I'm like, a, I definitely get scared like too easily, but I like okay. watching scary movies, you me know? Too. So it's like, I don't know. I, I always will try to do it. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Why did I do that to myself? So I never know what mm-hmm. level to like look for, you know? I mean, I definitely feel like my first thought like is starting with like a Jennifer's Body, which is a horror movie, mm-hmm. but it's a horror comedy. So you know, right. you're not you're you're getting scares, you're getting gore, but you are it's softened by the humor of it. I love that movie. We did that movie, I think over the summer. Yeah. It was so good. Um in terms of like a recent movie, I got to go give it up for Malignant. I feel like everyone's talking about it, and I will say I loved it. Is it scary? Not in any way. It's just absolutely bonkers. And it's been so long. I felt like watching it, I was I was smiling. I gasped out loud multiple times. It's the kind of movie where every choice you're like, huh? And I think it was that it was like James Wan said, this movie's for me. And there's something about that in a horror movie where like hats (laughs) off. What is it actually scary in any way? No. But it is wild. It's a wild ride. So I feel like you watch it, you're scared. Yeah. I like spectacle, no matter what, and that's what it sounds yes, like. Yeah. So I'm in, Absolutely. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds that sounds really good. Do you guys have like um, things that you prepare for to like watch a horror movie, like uh, like a setting for yourself? Well, I never watch them, which is mm-hmm. the yeah. premise of the podcast. Is I'm right. like, absolutely not. Please just tell me what happens. I oh, so don't you don't see watch it. a shit? Okay, I see where it's at. Okay, I'm the scared one. Right. Um, <laughs> so there yeah. are like a handful of like scary movies that people are always like, do that movie, and it's like I've seen The Shining, and actually it wasn't mm-hmm. that scary. Like it's a, right. it's not that scary. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't have like a ritual before I watch them, except for that I like that we record our podcast during the day so that I don't have as many nightmares. <laughs> I like I like this because like I'm I'm also a big horror movie scaredy cat. And like the way that I if I 
am going to watch a horror movie, I will. The lights will be on. The rules are you have to be okay with me having read the Wikipedia ahead mm-hmm. of time. Absolutely. I also can get up and walk around as much as I want and yell at the TV, mm-hmm. and I will roast it the entire time. And if you agree to those terms, then yes. we can watch a horror movie. Yes. <laughs> same, same boat. Same boat. Yes. Now, Allison, were you deprived of scary movies as a, as a child? No, they were around. I just like did not want. I was like, <laughs> I don't like this. Mm, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like not scary things. Mm. Yeah. Because my mom was like a first grade teacher. And so she was really strict about us watching scary movies. Mm. And I guess she probably did us a service in terms of that not being like in our subconscious. But it really lowered my sensitivity. Interesting. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. I do feel like you hear from people. They're like, oh, I watched whatever like Halloween when I was seven and I was too young and it scarred me. And I don't, I feel like I always had an appetite for it. Like I definitely, I don't think I saw anything too young, but I remember going to the library and getting those like uh, scary stories to tell in the dark or um, Mm -hmm. just those horrific things that I was allowed to get. And my parents, I will say they were very much like, if it's from the library, you could get it. But as a result, I did read a bunch of Stephen King books way too early. Um, Like earlier that I had context before Mm -hmm. what was going on. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, if anything, that made me just want more horror later on in life. Mm. Gotcha. See, I mm-hmm. saw Child's Play 2 when I was four years old at a sleepover. Oh, yeah, no, that'll do it. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you're wearing a very Chucky shirt right now, I have to say. Yes. <laughs> kind of. Trying to reclaim it a little bit for myself. <laughs> Take um, the power back. Do my palms still burst into sweat every time I see a Chucky in the wild? Absolutely. Uh- <laughs> That's a natural yeah. reaction, because... We shouldn't, you shouldn't have to be encountering Chucky's anywhere. Chucky's yes. in the wild. Yeah. Do not want to see <laughs> yeah. it. That's always, <laughs> I will say, on that. Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's the, Chucky? the character. The, so there's a Chucky you can take pictures with? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's oh, doing okay. that? Oh, Who's no. doing that? Uh, I mean, people love that character. That's like a. People really like it. I mean, he's also got a fake machete and I've seen yeah. him like poke people with it. And I'm te- I, like, if he, if the fake Chucky poked me with his machete, I would actually murder him. And I don't yes. want that to happen. Yes. So I just stay. I I'm just saying we would have a really good there, true crime there. podcast if you did murder him, though. So <laughs> no, that's true. Well, if he shows up dead, I didn't do it. I'm just saying it right here on the podcast. Yes. I just those Hollywood Boulevard actors, they live a real fast and loose life. It is not my fault. Whatever happens to him. Yeah, I have I, an and alibi. I think that this is like legally, but like I think that you're good now. Having yeah, said yeah, this. yeah, 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 yeah. From you. what I know about recorded audio and podcasts and the law, I think that, that this <laughs> yeah. is good. Yeah, if there's fine. no video, it doesn't count. Like exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have a lot of murderinos listening, and I like I like to web sleuth. If they mm-hmm. could web sleuth away from me, mm-hmm. I would appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. thanks, guys. <laughs> I know I there might be really sometimes on TikTok you'll what? see like people whose five year old son has like a Mike Myers themed birthday like it's like kids who are super young but are obsessed with like the Babadook or something but that does beg the question is like why did you see that why do you know what this is in the to begin with yes like it's a little liking it because you're a kid who showed you this I did I did just see that video of the little girl who loved my uh Michael Myers so much and they had him show up at her birthday and she just runs over to him and is hugging him Aww, <laughs> see, that's so really cute that's cute that's really cute see for half a second I, the, I thought it was Austin movie. Powers right yeah, yeah that yeah. would make more sense that would make a lot yeah. more yeah. sense no she runs away in terror at Austin Powers <laughs> ah! <laughs> my favorite cousin used to babysit me and she was so cool like she would let me have root beer on my nightstand instead of water and she oh, like God. when I was like 12 let me have a drag of her cigarette and she Damn. showed me how are your teeth <laughs> 
Uh, not good because I also love coffee and wine. Um, but she showed me Elvira. That was like my first Ooh. naughty movie. Very formative. Mm, and that yeah. actually was like, because Elvira, I guess, is kind of scary because she's like goth, but. Mm-hmm. Well, she no, just, she's also, just I love her movie. Yeah, she just yeah. came out. Exactly. She has that memoir yeah. that just came out. She's doing the rounds. I yeah. bet that's a good audiobook. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I, would I bet you that. she read it. Cassandra Peterson, she fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we've for the last several years, listeners, we've been tw- trying to get Elvira on the show. Oh, Everybody obviously. should tweet tweet at her and tell her to come <laughs> yes. to our podcast. Idea. Her, man- her manager is not responding, so tweet at her directly to come to our show. <laughs> yeah, get on the, like, like, real to the press tour. Yes! I would love it. I would love to podcast with uh, uh, Cassandra Peterson. She's fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, um, another uh, movie I wanted to recommend if you are afraid of scares and this is going to seem counterintuitive but I think having just watched it Carrie the original Carrie mm-hmm. because it is not it's not about the scare this it's more of a drama about it a teenage girl in an abusive like have, with an abusive mother and then at the end a bunch of horror stuff happens but right. for the most part it's just you watching this girl like oh god please like if you had one friend or if like people knew about like therapy or like if she got a scholarship, mm-hmm. like anything. So I feel like if, if it's the horror part that you have a hard time with, you'll be fine. It's just the mm-hmm. sympathetic, dear God, I know this is going to end badly for her. That That's a tough one. Gotcha. So wait, I haven't seen Carrie and spoilers, I guess maybe, but like, is it that the real scary stuff is like enacted on the mean people in the movie? Like she gets revenge on people, right? She does. But then unfortunately, it's like um, much like how all trauma is in real life. It is also terrible for her. Like it's not like this cathartic mm-hmm. thing. It's like she can't ha- ever have a normal life. Like she can't, you know, like. Yeah. Right. Because she it like kinetically does shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she just had one normal person. Well, she does actually. Now I'm saying this like. It just, it's, uh, yeah, you'd think, okay, it's, 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 we're going to watch someone, like, we're going to get vengeance, it's going to be satisfying, like, you know, yeah. like an audition or, you know, sort of a Quentin Tarantino movie, and you're just like, oh, girl, like, I wish you could have just gone to community college and, like, got an apartment. You just like, had somebody what... you could go get manicures with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if only. And that's what just we all get do. out for a second. Yeah. For sure. I remember watching, sure. I definitely watched that when I was younger. Yeah. Um. Do you guys think Elizabeth Holmes would have been the same if she had someone to get manicures with? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> mm, I still so. want to know about her upbringing because it does have that like white woman. Like it's like I have yeah. to be the white, fe- the female Bill Gates, so I will mm. do it. But nobody told her the part like you can't go about it in the worst way possible. So yeah, I guess she probably didn't yeah. have someone. I, yeah, oh. I don't think. And also, like, all those, like, texts and, like, the way that she relates to the guy who was her partner, um, both, like, business and sexually. Like, I'm just like, oh, no one ever, like, talked to you about, like, right. Oh, my God. Yeah, wait, what was that? Those texts exactly. that just came out where she was like, I'll do anything for you. And he was like, K or something. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I love you. I love Girl, the ocean. you need to know how to read a K. You're my sounds. You're my smells. Like, whatever. And then he just yeah. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. God. Who's the, yeah, That's who a horror movie. Yeah, yes, that is a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, there should be a horror movie just called K. Period. K. K. Oh. <laughs> no one could like. It's like one of those movies that like everyone walks out of at like con. They're just like, no, too much. Too real. Yeah. Okay. Jordan Peele's next movie is called Nope, and there's no details oh, yeah. about it, but the it's an evocative title. I want to know what's yeah. the Nope. Yeah. That's a very good title. Definitely. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, I trust him. That'll be fine. See, I do. I I think his movies, I always really enjoy his movies because it is that thing of like, they're the perfect balance Mm -hmm. of like smart, scary, Mm -hmm. but like funny funny enough that you're not like having nightmare. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I would like to watch more horror movies just in general because it is like the writing of a horror movie. It, so many comedians are good at it because it's like it's it's um you know it's set up punches. It's just like with a, with a yeah. scream instead of a laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like I appreciate them so much, and they're also kind of the two like low budget dr- genres yeah. that are left in the world too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely um a good comedy and a good horror movie does so much in, with regards to like you trust the audience to be smart. You don't have mm-hmm, to yes. drag them along. It's like you they're going to be trying to be a step ahead of you. So you're allowed to be subtle and creative in ways that like in a drama, it's like, uh, I don't know. We got to be phantom thread. Everything's got to be spelled out because I'm dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. I also do appreciate like the conventions of horror movies. Like there's something comforting about mm-hmm. all the archetypes that exist in them. And, and in a way, it's kind of like a Starbucks. Like, no matter where you are, mm-hmm. there you are. Yeah. I think that's yeah. why yes. I've been really... Disaster movies have been really doing it for Ooh, me okay. lately. Like, they're being... Mm. I feel very comforted by them. And it's just like, yes. it is. It's that typical, like... Uh, here's a gruff dad who, you know, is having trouble with his ex-wife mm-hmm. or whatever. And then it's just like, oh, shit, he's got to save the world. And like, I'm like, yeah, this feels good. <laughs> I, um, yeah, it's reassuring that a normal person could save the world. Wouldn't that be yes. nice? Mm-hmm. Just one yeah. dad. Well, if only. Like, I remember some we, guy. I watched uh, Anthropology. Uh, not Anthropology, sorry. Um, um. What is the Armageddon? What is the name of the fear of spiders? I'm sorry, this is... Arachnophobia. 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 And it is, and literally, it's just the dad being like, these spiders are here like it's just him <laughs> insisting that there are spiders i feel like you're crazy and wouldn't you know what he's right there are a ton of them is that yeah. a stephen king book or no i don't I think, think that's think an, so. it, feels, it feels like it could it be like that like era it. yeah yeah what were yeah, you definitely the that is one that i ordered in the school book order oh. because i was a scholastic movie. Yeah. oh hell yeah scholastic oh god how good was a scholastic so order good. i remember i had mm-hmm. to get like showed a couple of good books and then i was allowed to get whatever i wanted which was usually like the far side <laughs> yeah <Twitter trash. laughs> oh yeah <laughs> totally somebody um, posted their kids like page of that recently and it looked very similar and it was very satisfying to look at yeah I was like, I need every Babysitter's Club book and The Far Side and a bookmark with Kathy on it because I don't understand like what adults go through. Like it was just so dumb. <laughs> I'm like, I like chocolate too. I'm like nine. <laughs> that woman's like yeah. single and like losing her mind, and I'm just like, Eck! <laughs> <laughs> wait. I recently, well, I've been into disaster movies too because I am one of the like nine people who still has cable, and they have mm. been airing Armageddon and Deep Impact like back to back on several different networks um, in a way where I'm like, I know I'm like, they really are the um, friends with benefits and no strings attached of the nineties action (laughs) movies. Um, The two fire fest documentaries. Yes. Yes. But Armageddon, I watched stoned out of my goddamn mind. Aaron Aaron Lennox. uh, I was texting a group that Aaron Lennox was in and no one was answering. And Aaron was like, I need to call you. And I was like, what's going on? And she was like, you sound insane right now. <laughs> I, was just like, I was just like, this movie has so many actors in it. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then she FaceTimed me and I was like, trying to just like reference a thing. And then I accidentally oh, no. just started narrating what was happening in the movie and started crying. <laughs> just like tears. And I was like, it's like, He's never gonna see his son again. Like, just, oh my god! Oh my god! 
she was like something is wrong with you there's nothing like, worse wrong. than when you're like yeah you're by yourself and you're experiencing something that you're like i don't really want to tweet about this maybe i'll write to like group chat about it and like no one responds because they're like what and fucking world are you living in right now <laughs> Also, it was like uh, all LA girls. And so like mm-hmm. it was several hours, like it was like 10 o'clock. So I was like stoned mm-hmm. watching TV, having a glass of wine. And they were all like, yeah, we're like making dinner for our kids right now. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this movie's on and I'm high. Like, <laughs> a mess. Yeah, it's the most deafening silence, the group chat that yes. just doesn't respond to you. And, like, and then you start writing ha, 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 by yourself because you're like, no, <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I am joking. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll have someone come do you a solid a couple hours later and just drop a couple ha ha's. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Always nice. And that is that's the best friend on the chat. Like, that's that's any decency. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, we, we're going to go drop some ha ha's. We'll be back in a second. everybody welcome back to lady to lady i'm brandy i'm babs i'm tess and we're here with allison holly hi hi okay so we're gonna play a game to get to know you guys a little bit better there's no wrong answers so don't be yeah we'll see okay yeah (laughs) there's also no right answers there's a couple but yeah we'll tell you (laughs) that's true great um let me find avoid the theme song (laughs) who what Okay, number one, who's the biggest nightmare? Of the oh. two of us? Of the two of us? N- However, you, <laughs> no, whatever that I means mean, to you. You no. can answer it like I that. Mean, but <laughs> You're like, which of you is worse? You guys were both so excited. You were like, of the two I'm of like, us? Let me <laughs> see. <laughs> of like, now of anybody or whatever? Say. Yeah. <laughs> is it just, like I said, open to whatever you think that question? Yeah. Who oh, so is what person nightmare? is the biggest nightmare? Yeah, yeah. Not like, which of us yeah. is a worse human being? <laughs> like, Got it. Tell, yeah, this is where we turn people on each other. Hmm. There's also the entire world too. Mm-hmm. If there's somebody else outside of the, the podcast, I mean, when I first we said I was like, well, Donald Trump, which I feel like would be a very obvious answer. The problem, mm-hmm. I mean, the two, yeah. an yeah. absolute nightmare between the two of us, yeah. Allison. I don't yeah. know. We, we're both very mild mannered. Like you've never done anything nightmarish. I'm gonna be honestly honest. Yeah, yeah, no. It, of our relationship, like we're both nice, which is nice. I I like, like to throw uh, Joe Rogan in the mix. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Pretty big nightmare yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Just like yeah. he's hard to look at and then also listen to and then also remember is alive and has so much money. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had that thing re- uh, recently where he was like, "Oh, well, obviously Biden didn't get a booster shot on TV because what if he had died during it?" And you're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. I guess he's a guy from Mexico. So what can you what can you say about him? Ugh, making yeah. everybody dumber. It sucks. And yeah. it sucks because, like, as someone who loves pot, I hate the Joe Rogans of the world mm-hmm. who bring nothing to the table yes. and are just high. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And they make people who smoke pot look stupid because people who don't Thank smoke you. pot see that guy and they're like, this is pot. And it's like, that's not pot. I will that's say steroids. I do not associate. Yes. I know that he is high all the time, but I don't associate him with weed because I do know I that either. weed is better than him. 
I, okay, I cool. associated him with, I assume that he is like an Alex Jones that takes a lot of weird pills yeah. for things. Oh, yeah. A lot of yeah. powders. Like, oh, yeah. 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 There's a brain supplement or something, I think, that's also, happening. Yeah. I feel like it speaks so much to like the misogyny of our society that like I have a lot of a lot a lot of thoughts about Gwyneth Paltrow, but <laughs> I feel like she is of course like her and Joe Rogan do both right. sell snake oils, but I feel yes. like that is so wrapped part and parcel with who she is mm-hmm. and like what she brings to the table. Whereas mm-hmm. with Joe Rogan, it's just allowed to be like one little small part of his. I agree. That is true, mm-hmm. but she also doesn't have a podcast that she does multiple times a week. So, but if she did, I would listen. So I feel like it's like yeah. she could so easily be the female Joe Rogan if she yes. wanted to. Yes. Let's exactly. replace. Yeah, let's. Replace but instead, her. she's just kind of like paying too much for throws and making ridiculous gift lists. Yes. Yeah. Does she yeah, act? I don't even think I've seen her in anything forever. Right? She had she had a series, a Netflix series about Goop. Where oh, it was that's a season right. about right? Yeah, yeah that was Goop Lab. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, did, yeah. I didn't watch yeah, it. Did but not it was watch a thing. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't she also in like a Ryan Murphy Netflix series? Like the the oh maybe the president? Oh, yeah. What was the name? The, the, pre- yeah. the politician Ben Platt was in oh, it. Oh yes, yes, yes. I didn't watch it. But no one I think she saw that. No, nah. I don't think a no. single human being watched that show. But I think like early aughts, late nineties, Paltrow was a serve. Like Shakespeare oh, in Love, that pink dress doors. when she was like dating Brad Pitt. There's so many. There are some good old Gwyneth Paltrow nineties movies that now I feel like I really want to rewatch. Oh, uh, Tales of Miss Ripley, Ripley. She's phenomenal. Yes, that's a great. That movie. is a really good one. A that's great. A, a perfect murder with Michael uh, Douglas. I watched that recently. It's Super fun. An incredible movie. <laughs> Margot Tenenbaum. Yes, that's my favorite. That's my favorite of hers. I, I love her as Margot. And what's Joe Rogan's filmography? Fear Factor. Fuck off. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I you. mean, eat some worms or watch as people eat worms. News radio. Oh yes. Oh, news radio. It he sucks was good was on news radio because news radio mm-hmm. was good. Everyone yeah. was good on news radio. That's not. Yeah, his he's he's no Dave Foley. Like if we're gonna pull somebody no. who should be no. more famous, yeah. The bad, bad version of the man show that is him, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I forgot uh, like wow. that, that he was on that for a little Wasn't bit. He, a, he, was a la- he was the host after, or one of the hosts yeah. later, right? They got yeah. Yeah. yeah, like one of them left. Yes. And- <laughs> yeah, because Adam and uh, Jimmy left, and then it was uh, Rogan and uh, Stanhope, I think, became the yes, secondary that's right. round of hosts. Oh, Lord. God, <laughs> that is so dark. Uh, I know. It's so very, dark. It's a very grim timeline. Yes. <laughs> I don't feel I good about this anymore. Seriously, googling it like I need information. I was like, I, I, sh- I should just delete this part of Wikipedia. Yeah, this, that's a that's a K hole of of nightmares. K hole of bad. K hole of bad. Hey, that's it. Yeah. I think now There's we the actually biggest the biggest nightmare is. Is the second the, the version second of the Man Show? The Man Show 2.0 or <laughs> yeah, 0.5, honestly. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Next question: What's your favorite way to celebrate Halloween? Ooh, okay. Ooh. I feel like I always have huge aspirations, and like I'm going to have a costume, I'm going to go out, and then I never do, and I just stay in with my boyfriend and watch just. Uh, as many horror movies as I could get through before falling asleep. I think it's a pretty solid mm, plan. Yeah. <laughs> really you don't have to go never... anywhere. You don't have to do anything, which is really appealing. Yeah. 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 I like a night that's like an excuse to stay in. So there is something in New York that I love to do, but not actually do. Which mm-hmm. is um, the Halloween parade exists here and it's a whole thing. And the, I don't want to ever go within a hundred feet of that thing. Mm-hmm. But New York mm-hmm. one covers it. And it is mm. one of the funniest. It's like four hours. Oh they just God. live cover the whole thing <laughs> from 6 p.m. to like 10 p.m. 
and they just like interview every psychopath that's at the Halloween parade. And it's yes. so funny. That sounds amazing. Me and um, my friend Jared used, we like, I was like staying with him once for Halloween and we like watched it for a while. And I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever, like there was this woman in like one of the anchors was on the street and asked these two guys, she was like, so what are you guys? And it was like two like 27 year old losers. And they were like, uh, we're the airport. <laughs> and they were dressed <laughs> as the airport. And they just started like spouting off things you hear at the airport. They were, one of them was dressed like an air traffic tower, um, oh, a traffic control tower. My God. And the other one was like dressed as like, like the, the main part of JFK. Like it was really crazy. And they were just like, we lost your luggage. And they kept like shouting stuff at her. And she's like, okay, thank you. Oh my Bye. God. Just kind of like trying to end it. And like that shit is funnier than anything any of us are ever going to write. So Wow. It's so funny. It's super funny. <laughs> the airport is such a stupid costume that it's, it's so smart funny. again yeah and it also it's like funny to think that these two guys sat down they're like all right we're going to the parade what are we going to be this year and one of them's like i know what it is we're going to be the airport and the other one's like great idea like Aww. just like imagining that conversation makes me laugh so hard i love I like their friendship I also like that yes. in New York, you have three airports to choose from, and they I chose know. JFK, but they still just referred to it as the airport. The airport. <laughs> yeah. Hard yeah. to say exactly what they were trying to dress as. It could have been like old LaGuardia, but like it, it was definitely, it was a, it was a mood, <laughs> as the kids would say. <laughs> I love that. I love like a janky, like, um, uh, like local news parade is like my favorite so funny. shit in the world. Local news I watched- is so good. Oh, it's the best. There was a really great um I this year for or last year for the New Year's, I watched a um a Vegas feed of like a Vegas uh countdown show that was Ooh. done by local Vegas news anchors. <gasps> and at one point coming back from commercial, one of them audibly sniffed cocaine. Oh um and That's they so interviewed it was I have the clip somewhere and then it's me screaming afterwards. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> fucking fucking I need beautiful. To see that. I'll I'll send it to you. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I will want. It. I need. I do need to see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a perfect. So wow. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was also this girl. They they went to this like because uh, they were like social distancing, but they went to like a party on a Vegas rooftop, mm-hmm. and the what, the anchor was wearing a mask, and they were interviewing this girl who was like her eyes were the biggest eyes I've ever seen, <laughs> and she takes off her mask and she like hugs the anchor, and she, the anchor's like, uh huh. She's like, so what are you looking forward to in 2021? And she holds a microphone to her and she just goes, I just want to fucking travel, <laughs> and then they cut away. <laughs> <laughs> she like drops an f bomb on the local news. Oh my god! Oh my god! So, fun. so good. Just a perfect human being. I want oh every live. I want every local news as a live feed as an option when I'm like scrolling through what I want to watch. Like I want to just like touch down in Pittsburgh and see what's going on. Yes, in 7 please. Like, I, I would that. be all yes. over that channel. Oh my god. Yes. That's why I really 100%. miss. They got rid of public access in LA, and when I moved here, I was like obsessed with it, and I would like make people come mm-hmm. over and watch and. I, then they got rid of it and it was just so sad and I'll see Aww. some of the people out and about sometimes who had shows and I'm like mm-hmm. you do yeah <laughs> open mics they're just want they're is it open mic yes I, I think um yeah some of them were at open mics and just I'll just you know LA like ends up being small so you just see people like fucking randomly but also mm-hmm. it was like a lot of people from Tim and Eric so like David Liebehart who had right. the puppets like he'll just randomly be at the La Brea Tar Pits he was there once and he was like I'll draw your picture to my friend so we paid oh. him like 15 bucks to draw some weird shitty caricature just <laughs> a lot of shit going on I love LA like Randy <laughs> Newman said we, we love, love it, it. Um, okay. Okay. You guys, 
when is the best time of day to take a nap? I mean, anytime, really. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna have to be three. I could take a nap right now. I'm gonna go three p.m. If, if it's yeah. earlier, you don't need it. If it's later, you're just gonna go to sleep. Yeah, I, yeah. I would say I'm gonna say four. Yeah, four mm-hmm. for me. But I'm like a night yeah. owl, so like I can push that back a little bit more because I'm not gonna go to bed until like one. Right. So. But yeah. yeah, that just kind of like, but what you don't want to do is go to, is start your nap when it's light out and have it <laughs> and, like wake up into yes. darkness. Like, yeah. so you, it yeah. needs no. to, so like, I guess it's kind of contingent on daylight savings time. <laughs> it needs to match. <laughs> I will say this is fucked up, but like I can take a nap at like 7 PM mm-hmm. and then go to sleep at like 1, 1 AM. Mm. I'll be fine. That's like, damn yeah. cat, a little like shorty a cat. cat nap, like not a long drooly <laughs> right. one. But like a little like a half quickie. hour, mm-hmm. half yeah, twenty maybe twenty or half hour. I, I'm not a yeah. big napper in general. Like it's that's not, insane mm, to me, Allison. It's, it's not something that I really. But I also like wake up super late because I have nowhere to go and nothing to do. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has this on their phone, but because yeah, we all have a weird, not a normal schedule slash napping all the time. I have, oh, this yeah. is, mm-hmm. this is my mm-hmm. oh, yeah. alarms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They start at 10 a.m. and they go 4, 4, 15, 4, 30, 4, 43, yes. 4, 45. Yeah. Your mind, mine start at 5 a.m. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, it's pretty much leftover from flights. Yeah. Yeah. And the last yeah. one, 11, 45 p.m. Yeah. What was yeah. I getting? Probably a flight, actually. 11, yeah. 35. Uh, yeah. yeah. You guys, this is so chaotic. Why don't you just change the original time? I don't time? know. Nah, yes. I'm not going to. No, no, I'm not going to well, do that. Because I know. It's I'm going to book another go. ass early flight at some point, and I'll want the 503 alarm it's already in my phone. It's just faster to click the ad a thing than it is yes, to go find the thing. That's why. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. I, I really respect the 4.43, 4.45 p.m. Like, two yeah. minutes after each other yes. is, like, a queen move. I love it. Yeah, I don't know what was going on then. This like, the, the, I will say, you can tell I'm napping at this time because, uh, like, I probably went to take a nap at 3.30 because it goes 4.43, Something deeply wrong happening <laughs> oh my god now i and i know we said there weren't any right answers to this quiz but that is the right answer actually 3 and 4 p.m are yeah. the right time yeah. to yeah. nap yeah that's just objectively true and nothing i i really am on board i've always been on board with the spanish siesta schedule because mm-hmm. nobody wants to do fuck all at that hour i do like no. that no yes. I, I remember when i like worked in a non-comedy job like an office job that would be the time of day where i would be like i'm gonna start crying right now like that was always yes. when i was so tired <laughs> yeah. that like i would be like i'm gonna go to the bathroom and try not to sob too loudly because i don't want to be here and i just want to go home and i'll be back in an hour a, the witching hour yes exactly. <laughs> oh for sure exactly. i would just go take a nap in the handicap stall i would yeah. just be like all right let me just Good be night. in here for 10 for 10 <laughs> minutes i think mm-hmm. i can make this work mm-hmm. <laughs> I lived in um I did a semester abroad in Spain not to brag and they nice. did the they did the closed okay. for two hours in the middle of the day so then but then the only drawback is and I think it's just like if I lived there long enough I'd be fine is that as a result you know people go back open up their businesses you don't eat dinner until 10 p.m. which is fine except I would always have terrible heartburn because I was essentially Mm. eating dinner and then immediately going to bed. 
And I think it could have, you know what I mean? I would have got used to it. But while I was there, I was just, my mother brought, like, sent Tums to me. Like, I, I just couldn't manage it. To be fair, I was also smoking and drinking. So that was probably a huge part yeah, of it. I'm but. sure it's nothing to do with yeah, any yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, it just started raining and I, like, couldn't understand what the sound was. Oh. <laughs> it was such a, like, oh, yeah, I live in LA. I'm like, what is this mysterious patter? Oh, I'm so I excited. Yeah, I did see clouds in the sky earlier and was like, whoa, I think we're going to have weather today. Cool. <laughs> you know what I see? We've never had an earthquake while we were podcasting, have we? Have you Don't guys ever? Don't say that. Why would you say that? Because yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> to capture <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't know how to instill this into people's heads who did not survive the northridge earthquake we're going to have a big oh. earthquake and it is going to be the scariest thing you've oh, ever no. i mean yeah yeah i think we a lot of us know that i don't want to uh, acknowledge in- it <laughs> yeah <laughs> we know it we know it in theory but i will say i know i don't know it in practice yes, for sure absolutely. i was living yeah. when was that what year was that 1997 I think I was living in Sacramento and I was you know 10 years old um but I remember I was playing soccer on a field and we felt it there like barely we felt like a little a Mm. small thing it was four o'clock in the morning oh it was oh wait maybe I'm thinking of a different mm -hmm. one okay the first one was at four o'clock in the morning and I had a friend over spending the night and we were staying up late playing Mortal Kombat. Oh my gosh. And so I was awake for it. So I liked it. I think of most people in California, like I experienced the full range of it. It's like, not like I woke up to it. Like I saw the whole thing go down. Wow. And it was as though my house was a sheet that oh. was being like tossed out in the laundry. Like your ha- my house just went like sideways and squishy up and down. For like 30 seconds. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. It is Terrifying. weird because you never, you, once it starts, especially when, when they're longer, uh, you're like, oh, fuck, is this ever going to end? What if this is just life now? You just have this moment of panic. <laughs> right. just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Everything will just shake until I'm dead now. Great. Oh, oh, that's the scare. I mean, obviously, I haven't been through one of those giant ones. So, but yeah, the beginning of them, that moment, we were like, what's about to happen here? Is this about to get real bad? Or like, yeah. what are we facing? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. there's something spooky for everybody. Ah, it's lightning when I said that. Oh, I just saw it. I you just saw the lightning. For sure spooky. that somewhere somebody has been podcasting during one of the earthquakes in oh, Los yeah. Angeles. Just statistically, oh, yeah. no matter what time they're happening, someone somewhere is podcasting. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Abs- I mean, we can say that about any, like anything. Yeah. yeah. Some Every single disaster has probably played out during a podcast. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Atsuko Okatsuka, former guest, uh, has a great set of her on stage as an earthquake is happening, and her like on stage reaction to it wow. is like is very very funny. Oh my God. <laughs> you hear the whole the lights like flicker, and oh the God. whole room is just like, oh, and she like she crushes it. She brings the whole room back, but it's it's a great little set. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's wow. really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, last question before we go to break: Why aren't we at the pool right now? It's um it's raining. Really good yeah. There's a lot of thunder. <laughs> There's lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, LA I is not set a... up for the pool right now. I wish. Mm. I love I love being in a pool when it's raining though. I think Me it's too. like a very decadent Ooh, yeah. moment. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like out for the the new listener, Allison and I went to high school together yes. in Maryland, uh, which has lots of weather all of the time. All so of the many many summers were spent just like in a pool <laughs> and then a thunderstorm <laughs> a would break out in a downpour. Just yeah. 
it, it, it's a, a very nostalgic feeling to yes, me whenever it, it feels really it's like crying in the shower it's like water exactly. is everywhere and so you're just kind of like overtaken by it I do love being in a pool when it's raining it is really fun yeah I forgot but then you, you guys get out went and to you're the like, same high school yeah did you guys hate each other or what was your relationship <laughs> Mm-mm. was Allison we- a huge bully <laughs> no no <laughs> no actually I, I have a no Allison was cool I actually have a very specific memory of, of Allison in seventh grade where Aww. you were quoting Dumb and Dumber to Brian right. Burns and you were you quoted it correctly and he said no that's not right and then you shut him down bitch. and I said I think Allison is really cool <laughs> but her friends might suck that I was mean, like we were not friends so <laughs> that's fair that was like g- genuinely a, sh- a thought that I had. I was like, I think Al's like really, and, and used to go by Al. And I was yeah. like, I think Al's like really cool. <laughs> Everybody called um, me Al because that's what my dad called me because he wanted a son. Um, <laughs> Al's like, Al. Cool. Yeah, I'm like, Allison. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 No, we were like, we were like friendly, but also not like yeah. in circles of people who different clips. Yeah, friends. we did like the honors classes together and stuff. Yeah. It's also like we, our high school was so crazy because it was like very, very intense and you just like if you didn't get A's you weren't cool so like everyone was wow. trying to be valedictorian it was just very high pressure it was to wild. go to a college in North Carolina yeah. for whatever reason was the <laughs> thing everyone wanted to do really yeah, everybody was dying <laughs> really? to get into UNC I'm like you know you could just live in North Carolina and go there <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, your yeah. life people crying over not getting into Wake Forest is Ugh. like a memory that I <laughs> I hate Maryland so much. <laughs> it's such a fucking weird place full of weird people. It's really crazy. I went back recently and I was like, this is all still like this? You guys are fucking nuts. Oh. No, it hasn't changed at all. They still do the like black all the way around the eye. Oh. The, like, the, the blonde is still like the yes. yellow, yellow blonde. Yeah. It's really... Trends in Maryland stopped and refused to move beyond 2003. Yeah. But that's yeah. back in fashion again now. It's true. It's I don't want to give yeah. them like, the satisfaction. They held on. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, I was at Forever 21 the other day and I just, I felt so old because every single reference, I was like, this is my shit. <laughs> like, it's all back. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I feel like people in like women in Cleveland, like it, they just didn't acknowledge any other purse besides coach. And now I feel like coach is also back. And they're like, no. we reject all other handbags, oh, but now coach, we've so returned ugly. to coach. Yes, Ohio loves a coach bag. Yeah. My mom is from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Loves a coach they got, bag. They got a stranglehold I, on the women of that state. I like <laughs> yes. I like them too, honestly. Like I, saw, I, I, I would carry a coach bag. I have no problem with it. But it's just so funny. <laughs> I mean, I've been buying vintage coach bags. I buy them from the 80s and on eBay. And I'm obsessed with Ooh, them. I like it. I mean, oh, 80s, and that's cool. 80s bags are nice. And that's cool. When you 80s, do it, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. cool. Nine, exactly. 90s. Yes, because cool. we don't remember it. Right. That's why it's right, cool. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I kind of like now. This is just turning into shopping, but I kind of just I'm I'm fixing to pull the trigger on a vintage Gucci purse. Ooh, that sounds good. Mm. There's I, a vintage store in Pasadena, and I've wanted it for like six months. And like, I just feel like that's a piece that I would be really happy. I to feel have. like a what? six months is like get it because there's so many pieces that you, that you can easily okay i was at h&m today and like i like grabbed a few things and then i was like what am i doing i just put them back because yeah. i'm like you don't this isn't necessary you don't need yeah. these things but like a six month if it's in your head that long i feel like at that point what's like, the style there's something there like what kind of bag are we talking about like that's the original tack mm-hmm. with like you know the red stripey mm-hmm. thing with like the Gucci logo that's the clasp. I'm torn between like if I want like more of like just a crossbody little guy or like more of a bigger right. 
kind of one. Mm-hmm. I think a crossbody is nice. I support this purchase, and I think you should do it if you can afford it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. I really appreciate that, guys. <laughs> I'm greenlighting this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's, that's how you win the game <laughs> by telling Tess she can buy something. There we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll be right back with Lady Problems. <laughs> we're back i'm babs i'm brandy i'm tess i'm hallie and i'm allison yay ah, nailed it did it hell yeah okay <laughs> we we're gonna do know our names lady problems <laughs> now if you have a lady problem you can send it to us at lady to lady comedy at gmail.com you can also give us a call our phone number is three two three six but thirty and i'm gonna mm-hmm. play the song this time you can actually hear it whisper at the end yeah that was <laughs> that's a good i feel like tess fun. should be a uh yeah get paid yeah, paid whisperer or something um but there there is a old Katy perry song um i don't know i don't remember how i came across it but it's like a birth like it's a song about birth i think it's called birthday and it's like a very fun like her style pop song mid-aughts or 2010 or whatever but at the end she just whispers happy birthday like oh. after it ends and it's so <laughs> weird and you don't see it coming and that's Surely. how the song ends and you're like wait what is there someone here like <laughs> i thought you were perfect. gonna say she has a song about birth <laughs> she would. She would. she's like when you're crowning and you or something, you know yeah uh. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, go listen to it. I do feel like only all of her music is now just that firework song. Like every Mm -hmm. song is like a sweeping epic about how you are going to be okay. And for some reason, she's also teamed up with Pikachu to convey this message recently. (laughs) She has like a deal with Pokemon or something. I had to. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I've liked a Katy Perry song in a long time. Ever since that bubble one when she was trying to be like. Oh, society. I was like, I can't do this. Katie. I forgot about that. We don't need opinions from you, Katie. <laughs> it was no. bad. It was bad. She dropped um, that real quick. She was like, sorry, I tried something. Yeah. I was wrong. Everyone hates this. Just Go kidding. Back Here's to the music you play at your bar mitzvah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I will roar. never forget one thing that did made me have a lot of respect for Katy Perry. One time, a makeup artist did my makeup, and she had also done Katy Perry's makeup. And she told me that Katy Perry wears four strip lashes at the same time. Wow. How does she open how her eyes? That is insane. I feel so uncomfortable on. just with one. Yeah. How yeah. how are her eyes open? I like. <laughs> I feel like I'm squinting every time I'm wearing a pair of those things. One. Wow. I know what uh, Trixie Mattel wears twelve pairs of strip glasses, <gasps> but her thing is you cannot see her eyes. Yes. Like, right. Yeah. Like, right. right. I, 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 you're right. They deal. must be incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I just don't know how anyone could could focus to perform 12. That's really impressive. But yeah, Katie, wow. like her eyes look open. Yeah. Whatever she's doing. She's probably like a string pulling them back. <laughs> someone above, yeah. someone above the stage like... with like two. <laughs> yeah, that like old like starlet thing of like pulling your hair back. Yeah. Or your, skin, your skin back. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be amazing. <laughs> 
Okay, we're going to play um, a voicemail here if somebody called in. Hey, ladies. Um, I know you try to keep talk about, like, how the world is kind of falling apart and stuff. You try to not center the podcast around that because it's doomy and gloomy, and you guys have a comedy podcast, so why the hell would you do that? But uh, I feel like myself and a lot of the people I know right now are struggling with just, like, Continuing to, like, get up and feel normal and go in to work and just do the same thing and act like everything's normal when it just really feels like things are falling apart. Um, I just, how do you guys keep yourself motivated and yourself happy and, um, you know, like, just not lose your damn mind right now? Let us, let us know how that's going for you because... Um, I'd love to know. Thanks so much for making this amazing podcast. You guys rock. All right. Bye. The question we're all asking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the listener, this is something that we do talk about off mic quite a bit where we're just like, ah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we obviously will talk about it on, but you know, yeah, we're trying, yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to make something that does like, ha- you know, have a break in your day because there's mm-hmm. so much shit happening, but it's also good to talk about it too. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's hard because there's such a weird cognitive dissonance about like the day to day of like these are the things mm-hmm. that I need to do to keep going. And also when you have a career that you're like, but I I'm building towards something. I don't want to look forward to the future. But also <laughs> the ocean is full of oil and everything's on fire. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, what do you what do you have control of in this moment? And like not letting yourself like zoom out too much, I think. Um I think limiting mm-hmm. ooh, thunder. Uh, I think like li- limiting mm-hmm. um, social media is like definitely a big, big thing for me at least. Is like I can get into a real doom spiral pretty hard about things. So I just like ooh, if I feel myself going in that direction, I'll be like, I'm gonna go outside, go for a walk, leave my phone at home, and like, what are the things that like I can do to make myself feel better on the regular? Like working out, making sure I'm eating healthy. Like now being able to like consciously try to plan time to see people that I care about and stuff and a big thing that I've done done too I think is try to like take stock of what I really missed during the pandemic and what Mm. I was like really enjoyed about it Mm -hmm. and like because there were some things and like how how to incorporate like I feel like I feel like the pandemic made forced us all to like drop things drop everything and then we get to be more cognizant about what we want to pick back up now and like I'm not going to pick back everything up that I did before and I think it's like yeah, just focus on what you can do and like what you your actual community can do in a small way. Um, yeah, yeah I, I I completely agree. I feel like there's like a couple things I think about in order to sort of feel more engaged and motivated. Um, I, I there was an episode of Love It or Leave It, and I cannot remember the name of the environmental activist who was on, but he was basically like in, in like every societal change, you really only needed to have like three point two percent of the population engaged on a topic before mm-hmm. actual like oh. um you know historical movement was able to be made now how do you get to that i don't know because i do think like with the environment like mm-hmm. it's such an overwhelming topic like it is so hard to engage with like on a day-to-day personal basis but i often think that where it's like it, it the uh, what we've been told like that things are going to be absolutely ruined or or the things are irretrievable it implies that there's no value at all in doing anything when there's this whole gray area where it's like mm-hmm. we could be engaging things locally or you know politically in a way that does create good 
And to mm-hmm. me, that's really important to remember is like, it's not all or nothing. Like, it's not like there's going to be a moment where like humanity blinks out of existence. There's going to be a lot. Le- it could be either really bad or it could be bad, but like we can figure out how to live through this. And to, it's sort of like, if, if I allow myself to like give in to like my like most nihilistic tendencies, then there is nothing to be done. But in reality, there is a lot to be done. And so I think engaging with like those practical realities is very helpful as someone who does tend to go on those like anxious spirals a hundred percent. So I guess that would be my, my first thought about it. Yeah. Julia. Yeah. I, oh, those okay. are really good tips. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I definitely like will go like, especially during the Trump of it all, this was a huge issue for me because I, I mean like, and the, but I got sidelined by the Texas abortion case. I was just so f- the situation, not case, but yeah. I was so angry and it was that feel experience again of like, ah, all I can do is just tweet because I have to yell this somewhere, you know? Um, so I try to like when I'm doing that, I do try to just consume my news in papers and like on mm. websites that I like instead of finding my news on Twitter. Like Because I don't, mm. I do want to know what's going on, but I think finding your news mm-hmm. on Twitter is if you are someone that kind of like does get into those rage spirals, you're mm-hmm. just going to see other people echoing what you're saying. Yeah. And it's just going to get you more hyped up and probably not a ton productive is going to come out of that. And then, yeah, I do, you know, also I, I do find that it like, don't, you know, Venmoing what little I can to little places. I find that that does kind of like make me feel better. Mm-hmm. So I do try to do that. Um, yeah. Same thing. Those just little actionable things. Yeah. I think, I think it does make you feel better when you yeah. take a little din out of it. Yeah. And being like hyper micro, I think is like, there's nothing wrong with being like, like there's like, we have like a couple houseless people that live in our neighborhood that like I buy coffee for on the regular you know or like buy an extra sandwich and drop them off with people and it's like that does not help the massive issue that is homelessness in los angeles Mm -hmm. but it makes that person's day specifically better every day you know and maybe gets them through and like you know helps them out a little bit more so i think that kind of stuff can can be helpful yeah um i saw a tweet not to like be like anyway on twitter (laughs) um but uh (laughs) julia yaffe um tweeted something like a week or two ago about just kind of the general feeling of this time and it was she was like the tragedies and the bad news are so destabilizing that there is no good the good news can never be good enough to offset it and i think that that feels very real um to which my response is like i like to let myself like be fucked up about it and like Mm -hmm. lean in and like watch a little cry porn. And like, if you feel like everything is at a boiling point, like at least for me, like sometimes I'm like, Oh, I've been going for weeks and like dealing with all of this, like internalized stress about like the way of the world. And then also like how dumb it is to be focused on the things I'm focusing on. And then like how much I like eschew my personal responsibilities when I get stressed out and like, just like watch the finale of six feet under and let yourself fucking weep for an hour. Like Mm -hmm. it will like reset you mentally to just like, it is like a tension release thing in the same way that like, you know, coming can be like, there is something Mm -hmm. to that that does kind of like kind of empty your mind out and like, yeah, that's a weird day for you, but like it can for me at least like be like, okay, gonna be okay. (laughs) You just needed to get that out and like, then you can move on and like, tackle small tasks a little bit and I also like to go swimming for exercise that's the other thing mm. so. <laughs> yeah well and I think that's so important because it's like we live in a capitalist society that desperately wants this to be back to normal because mm-hmm. it wants us to be little producers that keep making all the shit and mm-hmm. no matter what 
the bosses say shit is not normal. <laughs> there is going to be no normal for quite a fucking while if we ever get back to a pre-pandemic normal, even though that was shit in a lot of ways, too. Right. So it is like you are being gaslit by forces that want you to just be continue mm-hmm. just to be a little worker bee. But you were given a year and a half to question it and really think about, like, how fucked up things are. And that is terrifying to people in power. The fact that so many people, I think, have been radicalized and, like, woken up in a lot of ways in the last mm-hmm. like, year and a half. Susan Sarandon was right. That's that's what it comes down to. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. I think that every day I just wake up. Like she wasn't yeah. wrong. You could be mad at her, but she wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... You know, you know, we said this multiple times involving a lot of stuff, but I do think being easy on yourself is like the number one. Mm-hmm. And I know that this mm-hmm. is about, you know, how you're feeling about the world and stuff. But yeah, I think like lowering the expectations on like a how much, you know, just how much you have to do for everything, because it is like we said, like, yeah, I don't I personally can get really nihilistic about it. It's very hard for me mm-hmm. not to. And I very much get in that hole of like, well, fuck it then. But, you know, mm-hmm. hearing that number of like, wow, only this many people need to be involved. Obviously, that's still an, a huge percent when you think of how many people. But that does make you be like, right, then like, why shouldn't I be doing something? It's silly of me to just disregard it. But even though mm-hmm. I do think that like shit's bad and it's going to not end up good. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that, yeah, like we can't help people along the way. And like, mm-hmm. like Brandy said, it's like, OK, well. The future doesn't look great, but at least I can, like, help some people not live a fucking shitty-ass life in the meantime, like, Mm -hmm. while we're on that path. Like, that's all I can really think of, because it is, like, to me, it's like, well, all I can do is, like, help people individually. I don't know. Yeah. I also do, like, and I find, like, there is this element that that I think is helpful to cultivate of, like, also forcing yourself to get off your ass. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll get really in. I'm like, I just have to, like, I drilled it into my head like just i'll say it out loud to myself as i'm like putting on my running shoes i'm like you'll feel better after this yes you'll feel better after Mm -hmm. this get in your car you'll feel better after this and it's literally as if i'm like taking a leash and like dragging my (laughs) ass to the track Mm -hmm. yeah no i a hundred percent i've definitely ignored that voice all weekend (laughs) but also like i allowed myself to like I've just been so, you know, when you're an adult and you have so much shit to fucking take care of and you're like Mm -hmm. any down day, you're like, well, I should do this. I should do this. I should, you know, Mm -hmm. and I let myself like last weekend just like Mm -hmm. fucking watch shitty movies for a day. And Mm -hmm. it like, I swear to God, it did like heal me. I was like, oh, all I needed to do was not fucking put pressure on myself for a few Mm -hmm. hours. And like, it's like it goes both ways. It's like make yourself Mm -hmm. do it when you know you really need to, but also like allow be like. Hey, it's fine if you don't fucking pull something off right now. Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself a I break. Think, yeah. I think we're all, so many people, and I think this is most most female comics, and like a lot of people, probably our listeners too, are, we're so problem solving oriented too that we want mm-hmm. fucking answers to everything. And right now there is mm-hmm. just not going to be a fucking answer to a lot of things. We're just, we're in a horrible limbo and it fucking sucks. And that's just, but that is the reality. So try not to like let yourself be like, drive yourself crazy by knowing that I can't there I can't like there is no end right now that's coming it's so mm-hmm. hard to like to live in that space though mm-hmm. especially when it's like on a daily basis there's like okay there's my to-do list I do this this this, this. And it's like it's a lot of bits. it's totally absurd it's yeah. completely absurd and <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm sorry to make a musical reference but <laughs> it, I constantly feel like we're living in cabaret because mm-hmm. yeah, it's are. fucking ridiculous it's 
batshit. Cr- yeah. You, there's a there's a disconnect that you have to have mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. what's actually going mm-hmm. on and the microcosm of your life, or you wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to continue on. Yeah. Like there's a necessary disconnect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and I will say that like, fi- like, to the bullshit fucked up forces that have gotten us to this place. Uh, joy is the greatest revenge. So being able to find ways to continue to cultivate joy and happiness in yourself is like, they don't get to fucking this, all this bullshit does not get to take that from you. Does not get Mm -hmm. to take moments of happiness and connection with fellow people that you care about from you. Does not get to take away like you fucking laughing at things like every, like I, there's a great Stephen Colbert quote from years ago of just like that laughter is the sound of saying I am not afraid and I am joyous because I'm making a loud noise of joy in the world. So every time you're laughter laughing, you're actually kind of just saying fuck you to fear. And I think it's so important to remember that. And just, yeah, the world is really shitty, but it does not get to make you feel that way all the time because you are in control of finding happiness when you can. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Put that <laughs> quote on a fucking blanket. And sell yeah, it yeah. and sell it for money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on your Etsy page. Ten percent. Thank you so much. Uh- <laughs> yeah, we're all out here. We're trying, but you know, it's uh it's yeah. rough. And I think the answer th- also the like not having answers is tough. Also when yeah. when it's like this thing where you're just like, oh, half of the people just suck mm-hmm. or bad yeah. and like how do yeah. you your head is like but how do you do how do you how are you like that that's what drives you crazy when you see people just yeah yeah you know for sure. being pieces Terrible. of shit and you have no like you're like okay cool that's you, who you are well yeah. also like like our Look. brains and like the way that humans function was not meant to consume and process and react to every trauma across the globe yes. like yeah. Yes, that we're t- we were talking about local news earlier, and it's like that's how you used to like you used to be like, oh my god, somebody got like run over by a car, like whoa, mm-hmm. not like, hey, there's been like nine earthquakes and fourteen terrorist attacks and thirteen climate mm-hmm. disasters, and I have to like, and, and it's impossible not yeah. to take those in because we respond to tragedy and trauma like inherently mm-hmm. as compassionate beings, but like we're not meant to see this much of it, mm-hmm. and so like it's okay to not be able to give it to like sometimes I feel guilty and I'm like. I didn't do anything for Haiti today. And it's like, right. okay, but like in most days yeah. of your life, you don't do something like you've never, like, that's not like, it's okay. Yeah. Like you can do the little mm-hmm. things that make you feel like you're contributing yeah. that aren't like give here, give here. Like, I feel like in the early pandemic, I was somebody who was like, oh no, I emptied out my checking account because I was yep. giving so much, which is like, obviously yeah. still was fine. And is a, you know, some kind of white lady savior problem. Um, But like, <laughs> But like we, you know, you can just like pick and choose and you're like allowed to turn off what's happening. And and that doesn't make Mm -hmm. you a bad person. That just makes you somebody who's like getting by. Right. Yeah. That's why I recommend my app, One Trauma Per Day. It's 99 cents. So It feeds you one global trauma a day that you can worry about. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And all proceeds go to me. Mm, yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i love it great <laughs> the biggest trauma <laughs> that's perfect that's perfect it's almost like corporate media is like designed to paralyze us with fear wow it's so crazy Whoa. <laughs> again <laughs> michael what's his fuck was right myers michael myers was right no god damn it what's <laughs> michael moore michael moore michael, yeah michael moore was yeah. right him and susan yeah. sarandon both right yeah they got some shit to say both <laughs> right <laughs> You know what? You know what? Another thing I will say real quick: if you have cool old people in your life, talk to them because they have seen a lot of shit 
mm-hmm. and it feels like this is the worst thing that's ever happened, but they've lived through a lot too. And they can be like, you know what? 1968 really fucking sucked too. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. I mean, I, I still think that we're living yeah. through the worst timeline right now, personally. <laughs> but um, we are. it's man honestly, has always had an inherent capacity for evil. Yes, exactly. And to I mean, to like talk to them about like their life and what they have lived through and how things felt as they were going right, through it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, a lot of them are like, oh, no, I've, I've been here before. It sucks. I mean, my grandma is very cool. And she was like, this is fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I know. And, I mean, it's, it's not yeah. that it's not fucked, but... <laughs> Just historically, it's uh, it's been fucked for a long time. Yeah, there's a lot of mm-hmm. fucked up things we, we've gone through and done. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, seriously, though, but also be real, like, we can get weed and frozen yogurt delivered to our apartments. That is a plus. Yeah. Takes Take the, the edge tiny off. joys, even if those people mm-hmm. are uh, severely underpaid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> try to, like, poke tip holes well. in your joy. Tip well. Tip well. If you yeah, get delivery, yes. tip well and tip in cash yes. if you can. Yeah, um, absolutely. Just, yeah. Do what you can. Also, call if you can. If a place is walkable, go order directly from that place. So yeah. Uber doesn't. A lot get of places the don't. Percentage. Yeah, but they. A lot of places they, they still just do it through. You know. Ugh, yeah. I hate that. Hey. Well, it's okay, guys. I think we solved cool, it. Uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. 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 Feel great. You feel better now. <laughs> I'm gonna go cry. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Also, listeners, if you guys have other ideas, please uh, six, three two three six but thirty. We love to hear from you, yes. and we'll play them at the end of the show. Yeah, so, tell us how you've um, been how you've been getting through all this stuff. We would love to hear from you. Can I can I say uh if you don't have a pet, adopt a pet? Yes. Yes. Extremely extremely helpful if you were able to. I mean, very really... good, very good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah, getting one cat too. per every si- <laughs> every quad <laughs> yeah, every pandemic. 6 months. Every pandemic I get a cat, so Oh god. Two. <laughs> I'm getting one just in honor of the Spanish flu, so Yeah, no, yeah. you got yeah. to respect it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. The uh, bu- bubonic calico was my favorite. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for doing the show. It was great to hang out with you. Thank you for having Thanks us. For having this us. is so nice. This is a nice oh. break. Oh, and they haven't happened during a thunderstorm. I know. I know. So cozy. It's incredible. Nice. Very nice. It is dark in New York, so I feel like I'm kind of you're in somewhat a, with experiencing yeah. it. You're with here you. with us. You're here with yeah, us. I feel like, and you've been, we, the, we've all gotten darker throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Internally and outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always and darker and darker, turning into a piece of coal. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell uh, tell everybody where they can find you guys online and all all that good stuff. Um, well, you could find um, our podcast at Ruin Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to it wherever your podcasts are sold or found. And um, I'm at Hallie Kiefer on Twitter. And I'm at Allison Libby on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's right. We, we have a, I don't know when this is coming out, but we have, we're doing a, an online live show uh, October 25th. So oh, if nice. this is before that. This comes out on the tickets. 20th. So perfect. Oh, oh, great. Perfect. We're going to do Check Malignant. Out, right? Hallie's going to yes. tell me all about Malignant. So cool. if you want to know what happens in that movie, get a ticket to the live show. It's up for 72 hours. You don't have to be available exactly on a Monday night at 8 p.m. Oh, that's smart. Is, uh, that's Pacific, smart so. so, yeah, that's like what's new with us. Cool. Um, also, by the way, you were just featured in the fucking New York Times. Hell yeah. Yes. Dude. Yes. Yeah, plug I that was. for a second because it's um, cool as shit. Yeah, <laughs> I I do a one hour show all about abortion and uh, my experience with it, which I'm doing around New York City and coming to LA and other towns. You know, one day soon once I can figure out how to tour. Um, <laughs> and you, because you yeah. were aborted, right? 
Yes, mm-hmm. that's the yeah. story. That's, well, I'm, she should I tell have been. it. Um, yeah. I wear a red turtleneck. I'm, I'm curled up on the floor the whole time, and I, oh, I tell the story God. of being a fetus. Um, that's what I think of New York in the 90s. That's yes. I, that's what your one woman show mm-hmm. would have been then. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, totally. Percent. I'd be like smoking a cigarette on stage, being like, they didn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> Wearing a nice clog. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I live in Brooklyn. I'm like dying for a new clog. Um, so, <laughs> but like a different kind of clog. Um, yeah, but I'm doing it um, here in New York uh, at Union Hall um, in October and again at, at Caveat in November and there will be more dates. And, you know, if you follow me personally, I'll be posting that information. Awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, thanks so much, you guys. This has been so much fun. Thank thanks, you for guys. having us. Thanks, yeah, everybody. No problem. Talk to you next week. Y'all. Next, next week, week y'all. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but thirty. It's six, but thirty somewhere. Hi, ladies. Longtime listener. I was just listening to your episode where the lady problem was that this caller was worried if they were normal by thinking about an old relationship a lot, even though they're happy in their relationship. And I just wanted to call and say, yeah, you're 100% normal. I've been married for 17 years, and the guy I still think about is named Austin. Have a great day. Hey, ladies. Um, again, new listener, came from the MFM fam. I love you guys. I was just listening to today's episode where the woman was asking about um, not being able to let go of somebody. And I had this happen to me, too. Um, right as I was about to marry my now husband, I just was like, oh, my God, like, is there – is there any chance or like, am I, am I leaving something go? But I just want her to know that it's normal. Um, I love my husband and my weird ex who I sometimes still thought about actually just looked at me on LinkedIn the other day, which was equally weird. So I think it happens for everyone, both genders. Um, but she shouldn't feel like it's weird or she's alone. It happens to a lot of us.